Hey, Rockstar. Andrew Houston here with another No Bullshit Podcast for Contractors. Let me ask this question. How long can your business run without you? If you don't like the answer to that, pay attention to today's podcast. We have David from Construction Clock talking about the importance of systemizing your business so it can run without you. We're going to get into the details of how you can use it to track your guys from clocking in, clocking out, you know, how you can use it to do your payroll, and, and just the importance and the principles behind systemizing your business and how to go about doing that. So I'll see you guys on the flip. Until right now, this very moment, contractors have always been on their own, not as tradespeople, but being alone and knowing how to take their business to the next level. They call us working class, they call us blue collar. They say that we don't have the smarts to become the business owner that we're meant to be. That is such bullshit. You have the ability. You're more than any of that. The question really is where do you get the insights that you need specific to contracting to systemize your business so you can get your profits to pay for your freedom? I'm Andrew Houston. I'm gonna show you how to make more profits, how to get more control, how to get more freedom in the simplest, quickest way possible without any of that bullshit. Welcome to the No Bullshit Podcast for Contractors. Listen up, level up, and if you learn something, like the video, subscribe to the channel, change your business, change your life. So, David, welcome, bro. How you doing? Thank you. Uh, thanks very much for having me. I, I'm excited to be here, Andrew. Awesome, man. So, where are, your backdrop is wicked, man. Like that screen that's behind you is like, what is that? Like an eighty footer? Like, what do we got? Yeah, yeah. So, I'm at uh, IBS right now in Las Vegas. I'm escaping the Canadian cold uh, of, of of the Winnipeg. Uh, I think it's minus 30 there right now. And so uh, we're at IBS. Today's day two of three. And and uh, we're building partnerships out here and, and talking to uh, everyone we can. So I'm excited to be on this podcast and share my uh, experiences with you. Yeah, for sure, man. So tell us a little bit about your story. Like, you know, if a contractor is listening in, and I tend to preface this every once in a while where you know the name of this podcast says a lot it's the no bullshit podcast we're not here to fluff feathers we're not here to be politically correct um you know we're here to help contractors in a no bullshit way so you know know, yeah no in 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 a a no bullshit type of format i mean you're not just some joe that you know is like yeah technology can help you like you, you actually have experience you know being in trades so tell us a little about your history from where you were at how you got here, and then we can talk about some of the challenges and struggles that you had um, with your contracting business, and and see what what kind of tips and tricks we can give these these amazing contractors listening in. Yeah, so I would say for the first ten or fifteen years, I pushed back on technology like crazy. I got into the trades at sixteen. My dad wanted to build us a house, and uh, I was the laborer, and he was the unskilled carpenter, and so. <laughs> me and him built a house for two years uh in canada and i learned a ton uh through that and then when i was 18 and i finished high school i thought like what better thing to do than to get into the trade so i i for 10 years i was doing everything from 18 to 28 i did concrete work i did framing i did commercial residential industrial um and that was an amazing experience for me because I got to do so many different trades mm-hmm. and then be in so many different um, uh, industries in construction. So 
I'm really glad I went through that. And I saw a lot of things. And then when I was in my late twenties, I started my own company and I thought I knew everything. Uh, every, every contractor that starts out has, has a ton of energy and, and thinks that they've learned a lot. And I did learn a lot on the trade side of things. I just didn't know anything about the business side of things. Mm-hmm. And so the first couple of years were really rough. Um, you know, got a, with, got to save money for taxes, got to, uh, properly start estimating jobs. Like the, these are all very costly experiences that I learned over a couple of years. And I, and I feel like that was also good that I went through that, but I would have way rather learned from other people's uh, mistakes than my own. So I ran my contracting business and we just, if you're a good contractor, you're going to get more work um, than you know what to do with. And so the, the kind of the knee jerk reaction is, I need to hire more people. Uh, and, and so you do that. And you're always, for myself, I was always looking at how do we get the work done? How do we get to the next project? And so you're never planning out uh, how to create a system or a process within your company mm-hmm. from like onboarding and, and, and training. You're always just reactionary in everything mm-hmm. that you're doing. And, and that's, that's how it was for me for a number of years. Uh, to the point where I, I burnt out. I, I needed to be on site. Uh, when we had multiple sites, I, I wanted to be on one site, but I would be running around and it got to a point where I, I burnt out. I blew up my back at 35 years old. And, um, for a year, I just wasn't able to properly work. And that allowed me to kind of look at the last 19 years and be like, Okay, I have a bunch of experience, but I haven't really built a great business. All I've done is been a been a good carpenter that's right. scaled to a couple of employees. Um, and we've done a lot of great projects, but I haven't really built a great business that I can delegate work out to people and and uh have a process that that's repeatable. And and there's a lot of carpenters I talk to, that's not their goal. And I totally understand that. If they want to be self-employed and just do be an excellent craftsperson and, and do great work. Um, I, I love people like that. I, I was always wanting to grow into a business and have a team around me. And I feel like I failed to do that as a as a construction company owner. And then it got to the point where um I, I just wasn't able to do it. My health had taken a beating. And uh it allowed me over the last few years, I've allowed I've been able to reflect on that and really look at what I would do different if I had a contracting business again. Right. So, you know, when you look at, you know, that experience, I think a lot of people, a lot of contractors listening in are either, they're either going like, that's my current reality. If they're with, you know, us becoming a champion CEO, they're working through it or they've achieved it, you know, getting the business to run without them. But the reality is, we have all the right intentions, right? We don't wake up. We don't wake up in the morning as a contractor and go, you know, how can I run my business as, as inefficiently as possible? How can I? Oh man, I can't wait to put more shit in my fucking plate. You know, I can't yeah. wait to put more yeah. stuff in my head. Oh, this is awesome! Like, woohoo, right? You know, we don't yeah. do that, and I don't even think, you know, I really believe this uh, with, uh, you know, because we've dealt with thousands of contractors and 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 t- you know, tons of their team members and. 
for the most part, there are some, the odd one, but for the most part, like 80 plus percent of team members, they don't want that either. They don't want chaos. They they don't want you to be out of control because if you're out of control, they're out of control. And I mean, people want to win, right? People want to succeed. So when you look at, let, let's, let's, you know, obviously I want to talk a little bit about your app. Um, and I want to talk about like, you know, around technology, like, you know, when you look at, when you look at some of the challenges that, that contractors are facing that don't embrace technology, what, what are some, what are the common denominators? What are some of the things that, you know, pop up that, that you experience and, and even people that are using your app have been experiencing, you know, tell me a little bit about that. Yeah. So I agree with you. Uh, I, I had the best of intentions uh, for, for our team and for our company. And I feel like trying to create a work environment where I really curated to our team and in, in that, okay, we're, we're the workplace that you don't have to um, show up right on time. Um, I, but I, but I expect the best out of you. I was able to hire really great people around that culture, but then I took that mentality in all the different areas of my business where it was just like, okay, well, the customer wants uh, this add-on. We don't need to do a change order for this. Let's just do it. Uh, and, and you start doing this in all these different areas in your business where, yes, I, I want everybody to like me. I want our customers to like me. I want our employees because mm -hmm. I, I feel like I... I, I want to be different than maybe the companies that I work for. And what I've realized now is you can absolutely have that in, in your, in your business. But the biggest thing is you need to know your numbers. You need to know that your team is where they are. When, when you tell the customer that you're, you're saying that they're going to be there. And I feel like there's a lot of different, there's a lot of little areas that if you kind of relax in all these different areas, it all grows to be this giant, inefficient machine that now, as the owner, you have to do, you have to fill all those gaps and you're constantly hovering for something. So I, I feel like being intentional about creating a business that um, works for you and your employees and your customers, you need to be intentional about that. And technology. As much as I hated technology at the start, I've had I've had to learn to embrace it mm -hmm. because you create reminders in your phones, like contractors. You live in on your phone; that thing is your lifeline. And if you can set up your phone in a way that you have a calendar, these are great first steps. And I, I unfortunately had to learn all these things after my contracting business. Mm -hmm. I, had to, I had to learn this in my next venture, and it sucked because now I'm embracing technology because you forget a lot of things as a business owner and, and technology keeps track of all the things that you don't want to have to constantly keep in your head. So um, I don't know if that answers your question, but I really feel like these were the things that I learned um, after I looked back. Well, let, and let, let, let's face it. So like I was on a call with um, a contractor yesterday and we have proper contractors running very systematically. Like, I mean, obviously, uh, you know, that's what we provide to our, our champion CEOs in so many different ways. Um, with that being said, you know, he, he came to me 
and he goes, maybe Mike's listening in on this. So he's now become part of the champion CEO group uh, as of last night. And and he goes, uh, yeah, you know, the fucking guys, they, 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 they're, they're dropping the ball here and, you know, they make mistakes here. Then I, the fucking phone's ringing off the hook. I, you know, I can't even keep up with the freaking te- text messages from clients that are, you know, you know, uh, complaining because certain things didn't get done. You know, it just goes on and on. I got my admin team. Like he's got like 19 people working for him. Really great guy. Uh, and, yeah. and he has the right intentions. And then I said to him, I said, uh, so uh, tell me a little more about that. He goes, well, what do you mean? I said, well, give me an example of like one of your team members recently. He's like, well, fuck it today. Because guy goes out, he's supposed to, you know, install the switch gear and bang, my phone rings. And he's like, hey, man, you know, I got this problem or got that problem or how do I do this or how do I do that? And and he goes, yeah, you know, like this is a licensed electrician. Now, the funny thing is, so am I. So I used to do industrial controls, right? So, I mean, I understand, we understand tradespeople, you understand tradespeople, but I, I put this in the perspective form. So I did a little test with him. I'll just be really quick. And I asked him, I gave him seven things. You know, it was like ice cream, cake, you know, sausages, barbecue. Anyways, I give him, I give him just seven things. And I said, okay, which one was number six? Got it wrong. I go, uh, which one was bread? Got it wrong. Said, uh, what was the second last one? Got it wrong. And not only did he get it wrong, that he didn't want to get it wrong. That's not his intention. Back to what we talked about earlier. He he hesitated. He really like he was really thinking. What was it? Because I didn't allow him to write it down. Now, what does this have to do with using technology? What does this have to do with anything that we're talking about? I'll tell you what it has to do with it. If you can't remember seven things, and I know as a, as a tradesperson, you know, especially you know specific to his trade, that when it when an electrician or a carpenter. Or fucking drywaller or tile. I don't care what trade you are, plumber. When they go out there and you go, hey man, go do this. There's not seven things yeah. on that list. There's yeah. hundreds of things on that list. And then, you know, they get pulled off that job, then they got to go another one. Then they got to remember that. Like, guys, you, the point I'm trying to make is you can't function effectively and efficiently without using some form of a system. Okay. Yeah. And using some hard paper copy. You know, carbon paper back in my day. Dude, that's ridiculous. There's so many apps out there, so many different technologies that you can tap into that allow your team to increase their ability to be successful. So, you know, you know, you remember you when you were running your contracting business. I mean, how many fucking hats were you wearing, dude? Like, honestly, how many? Every hat. Yeah. Every last one of them. Yeah. So and I would look at I would I would look at guys that I knew on Instagram and they're at this show and I'm like, how are they at this show talking to all their other contractor buddies and the business is continuing to operate back at home? I'm like, how is that even possible? They had focused on building a system. And I mean, I almost hate that, but it, it absolutely is critical right. building that system requires a lot of time yeah. and then a lot of re- revamping you, you you're constantly adjusting for all these different variables that are specific to right. your business right and so but once you have that system in place uh you're able to really delegate effectively 
and there's all these checks and balances and everybody's accountable for the work that they're doing. And there is a hierarchy uh, within your organization of how things so that the shit doesn't always flow right. right, right to the boss every single time and a phone call and a text message. It's not all getting dumped. And for once in my life now with our current business, I get to really implement that type of of a system where where I've never had this in the past. We have amazing te- people on our team. People are responsible for their their deliverables every day and they talk to their manager and I have the flexibility of of going out and doing business development and meeting partners and can I would never be able to be at a trade show like this when I was running my contract. Totally. It would just be impossible. Totally. And so I see it. I've done a full 180 from when I was a contractor. And if you're a small contractor, you're like, cool, that works for larger companies. It absolutely works for really small companies. It even works for, we have customers that they're a one-man show and they've created that system in their own life. So they're able to hire that second person. And like that's a big deal because you're doubling the size of your company when you hire that first person. And I... I, I'm really jealous of the fact that they're they're able to do that at such a small size, mm. but they have the foresight to see like I need some sort of structure within right. my company, even if I'm a one man show. Totally, man. So let, let's pick some stuff that I want to pick a few things. You know, we're wrap this baby up in, in like ten minutes or less, and let's just talk about a couple of things. So, you know, I know you didn't come on here to heavily promote your your app, but look, man, um, this is. The no bullshit podcast. Let let you know. I want to give these people a chance to check you out, and 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 at the same token, talk a little bit through some of the things that your app does. Uh, not just from the perspective of what your app does, but like the consequences of not getting this stuff dialed in. Does that make sense? You yeah. That? Yeah, okay. absolutely. So your app's absolutely. called yeah. It's called Construction Clock, right? Yeah. There's a, there's a lot of different things that it does, from you know clocking your guys in, clocking them out, you know tracking projects, systemize the payroll. So you're not having to do all that heavy lifting and fucking sitting there with a pencil and eraser, you know, it allows you to, you know, uh, put, you know, new projects in and actually have it all laid out step by step. So let's just talk about a couple of these things. All right. So if you look at this app and you, you're looking at, let's just talk about what are some of the symptoms if somebody doesn't have a system to have their guys clock in and clock out? What are some of the, you know, realities that somebody might be facing listening on this podcast right now? Yeah. So at the peak of my company, we had 12 people working for us and I did some very simple math. And I, I thought it's not intentional, but if a crew starts at seven minutes after seven, they're going to write down seven o'clock and then they, they, they leave at four fifty, and they're going to write down till five o'clock. And th- this is not the intention of our app. We're not here to police anybody, but sure. for a business owner, 12 employees, I calculated what that those inaccuracies are costing me in the course of a year. And it was, it was around $40,000 that I was paying out in extra wages. Okay. So that's significant because that's really hurting uh, my profitability at the end of the year. But then the second thing was um, we had three crews and I wanted to see where our people were. And I had no way, unless I was calling guys all the time, of, of seeing where where our crews were and if they were finished a project or not. So when we built this app, 
I focused on a couple of really core things that were important to me. And, and the first one was this thing better be damn easy to use because if it's complicated, we're not going to get anybody to switch over. It's just easier to continue the way that they're doing it. And then the second thing was it has to work easier than if you're writing down hours or the guys are texting their hours. So we're quote unquote a hands-free labor tracking app. And so we have auto clock in. So the guys show up on site, it automatically clocks them in. They never have to pull their phone out and actually do it because the biggest pushback we got from companies that were still on permanent paper is, um, well, are they going to remember? Well, let's just take that headache out. They get to the job set, it automatically clocks them in. Um, so we're focusing on, as a contractor, I just focused on the things that really bothered me about how our company was operating analog. And I just focused on a few things. Our app does not do everything. We're at IBS and I see all, all sorts of massive softwares that are incredible. They're really great, but they're not, they're, they're too much for a small contractor like I was where I had two to 12 employees. I just wanted a simple tool that could work effectively. And I could pull up my phone at any time as an owner and I could see exactly where we were in a project, where our people were that day. And, um, and, and that's what we built. And so, yeah, I, I feel like we built, uh, we're building one of the best apps for construction because I, I lived that life and I continue to live that life. And so, um, yeah, that's, that's our focus every day. Awesome. So. You know, we I I see it all the time, right? Guys come in, the prop for contractors, you know, come in and I and I go, uh, all right, uh, let's talk about your profitability because you know it's profit for contractors. So they, you know, and, and our focus is to get your their profits paid for freedom. So be able to be able to see their profits as a way of investing into a software, say like yourself, to so know that they're gonna get greater return on investment. Like, hey, I could spend fucking 20 hours a week trying to track this shit, or I can just yeah. use an app. And you know, maybe one or two hours across my guys, and we we got even more data than we would have had versus the twenty hours, right? So I think one of the biggest things is, guys, if you're listening in, you've got to be tracking your projects, okay? And tracking your projects means tracking your guys, right? We're 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 not in. You guys aren't in the business of selling widgets fucking online through a website, okay? You're in the business of making money. In all honesty from leveraging systems and people at the end of the day. Systems times people equals results. You don't have systems and all you have is people, trust me, you're going to get results. They're the wrong results. So one yeah. of the wrong results that I see, maybe you can you know tell me a little bit about this uh, from your uh, perspective, is they don't know whether their jobs are tracking to what they quoted. And what's one of the problems with that, David? You're going to quote next time inaccurately again. <laughs> See, this is it. So, guys, like back to what David said earlier about the, the importance of systems. And that you, you, you know, and don't get overwhelmed when, and I know that's not your intention, David, and maybe this isn't the case. With that being said, when we talk about systems, look at systems almost like a living, breathing entity. You have to feed mm -hmm. it, right? It gives you something and you feed it. It gives you something, yeah. you feed it, right? You stop feeding it, the system doesn't work, all right? And one of the things, if you're not 
constantly evolving your system is as your business grows, it has the system has to be with it. All right. So if if you're not tracking your jobs, guys, from a perspective of I call it progressing to profit. Okay. If you're not tracking your jobs to make sure that's progressing the profit, like you're fucked. If it when the job's done, it's done. Like, guys, you know, being Canadian, I mean, David can probably reson this resonates with him. Like hockey's a big part of, of Canadian culture, okay? You don't, they don't get on the fucking ice and like play a game. And then at the end go, okay, now we're going to look at the scoreboard. I mean, David, honestly, if you and I were to play road hockey right now, I come down there to IBS, we get a bunch of guys, a bunch of girls. And we're like, Hey man, let's, let's, let's play a little bit of shinny road hockey, right? Get the ball out. Like, honestly, are you going to be keeping score? Well, first of all, we should be doing that. And uh, second of all, yeah. I, I And if you're beating me, I'm going to come in that much harder. Did you hear that, everybody? Like, you use data to make data-driven decisions. You have mm -hmm. to be tracking your data on your projects as you go. You don't wait till the fucking game is over and look back and go, hey, man, what yeah. happened? It's over. You can't. You yeah. don't go back to your customer and go, hey, man, can we do a replay? Yeah. It doesn't work that way. <laughs> And the biggest problem I had is I, I would only look at the data at the end of the year after it was time to <laughs> pay taxes. Yeah, totally. and then I would figure out how profitable I was. And uh, that is the worst scenario because there's so many things that have happened in that year that you can't adjust for if, if you don't know what's happening. And, and uh, I, I would wholeheartedly agree with what you're saying there. Yeah. Bro, I, on that note, totally separate. Like it's in relation to what we're talking about here, Zave. Really quickly, had a call with um, uh, one of the champion CEOs here last week, um, and uh, you know he's just he's just been with us for a couple of months. He says, uh, "Yeah," he says, "I'm trying to get my numbers." Said, oh yeah, what do you mean trying to get your numbers? Yeah, well, the accountant's going to get my numbers. He says he's going to get to me get get them to me in a couple of months. That's when we sit down for a yearly review. Um, okay. Um, did you ask him to give you monthly prop PLs? Yeah, but he says he doesn't have time for it. Hmm, interesting. So let me get this straight. You're you've been you wait 12 fucking months, and like you were saying, David, then you're gonna look back 12 months ago. What happened? Dude, you can't change the game. Guys, this yeah. comes back to the app. This comes back. So I said, what do I do? Because what do I do? I said, Well, I'll tell you what you do. You give him an ultimatum, either he does that, okay, or he's fired. It's like, seriously? I said, yeah, dude. Dude, you need to make data-driven decisions. We're not going to wait a freaking year to find out if you're not freaking running jobs profitably. Are you kidding? Right? Yeah. And so, look, at uh, tracking projects is super huge, right? Like you said earlier, if you're not tracking your projects, guys, how are you going to know if you're quoting your jobs as effectively and efficiently as possible? How are you going to know which crews are the most efficient? Which ones aren't the most efficient? Are you just, is it just a guessing game? You know, like, do you give pats on the back to the guy that, that you go out for beers with the most, or you give pats on the back to the guy that actually produces results? I mean, I don't know. I, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. as far as payroll goes, tell me why would somebody want to use an app like yours to do payroll? Cause that's, that's on the admin office side. Like what's the advantage of that? Yeah. So lots of our, Customers that come in, that this is their first question is, is, well, how does this change the way we run payroll? And I said, say to them, how, how are you doing now? Well, I give my bookkeeper, uh, everyone's hours and, and, and she runs it. And I'm like, 
Perfect. Your, your bookkeeper can now export the hours themselves and it gives you a total. You can approve all the hours beforehand. It literally cuts out sometimes an entire day. We have companies with us that have 25 employees and there's an entire day of admin collecting everybody's hours, verifying that they're all accurate, sending it to the bookkeeper, the correspondence between themselves and the bookkeeper. There's hours of time savings. So you're reducing your bookkeeping time. And when we talk to our customers, bookkeepers, they're like, this is razor. I send it to myself. I don't have to wait for the owner to send it to me. And I run payroll and, and it's uh, giving me all the summaries of, of everyone's hours. Um, so this simplifies payroll significantly. Awesome. For, awesome. for those. Yeah. So what would be your last words of advice for wrapping up this podcast around the importance of using technology for systems? And like, if, if, if you were to, you know, if there was a contractor, which most of them are, they're driving in the truck, they're listening to the podcast or they're in the office and they're, you know, you know, they're listening to this. What would be the one, if there's one or two things to say to them to get them to consider technology from, from a proper value perspective, what would it be for you? Yeah, the thing I'd say is if you're open to trying technology to start improving your, your your business, you might have to try a few different things before you get to the um to the app or the or the software that's that's going to effectively help you. Um everyone claims that they're the best at everything and 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 that's great. Uh and they are the best at at specific things. And so I, I would say if you're open to embracing technology, try a bunch of software and see what works. We have customers that use our software and they're like, this isn't the right fit because of this and this and this. And our software is amazing at, at hands-free labor tracking. We're not amazing at uh, doing invoices and things like that. There's, there's other software for that. And so um, sometimes you have to uh, find, search and find and Find the software that's right for right. your company in, in your niche. With okay, if you're running subs or employees, that that affects what you're using. And so, be open minded that okay, it might take a little while to find the right fit for you, but um, but there's it, we're, we're in 2023. There is there is amazing simple software out there. For every type of contractor, every size, every niche, every trade. And if you are open-minded to adjusting your system from an analog system to a digital, your life will get easier. Uh, and I'm not just saying that because I built software. I'm saying that because I was a contractor and I failed miserably because I held on to that analog way of doing things. And uh, I, I tapped out at 35. I retired at 35 years old because I couldn't do it any longer. And, and I don't recommend that to, to trades out there. Okay, cool, man. Awesome. So, you know, in conjunction with what you're saying, you know, I, I, I think I want you to all understand you got to get systems to help run your business and get your people to run the systems. Okay. If you want to get the results you want, if you, if you want to, you know, if you want to stay, you know, as a prisoner, you know, attached to your business and you being this form of a system where everything comes back to you like a freaking spider web, 
you know, anything touches the web comes to the spider, then that's your choice, right? You know, going back in my day and era, not dating myself, maybe I am, man, we didn't have these fucking apps, okay? We didn't have this stuff. So, and I'm not trying to be an ass on this call, but I'm telling you guys, there's no excuses. There's really no excuses, yeah. right? So like people can go onto your website there, their David construction clock or on their on their phone through, through the uh, app store, what have you, and take a look at your software. Is that correct? Yeah. So it's, you can look at our website, but our app is completely free for the first month. So there's absolutely zero risk in trying it. Download the app, take a look at it, add some of your employees and, and, and see for yourself if this is the right solution for you. Uh, we are definitely the right solution for uh, a, cert a certain segment of the construction industry. And, and um, we, uh, coming from this industry and living and breathing this industry, we, we're going to make the best damn app for labor tracking this, this industry has ever seen. And so, uh, yeah, we're, we're Love going it. to uh, build a solution for you and, and uh, try our app for, for free for a month. And, and uh, construction clock, think, right? Yeah, exactly. So if you, on the app store, both Google uh, Play Store and Apple App Store, it's just construction clock or construction clock app. And yes, man. yeah, I, I, I encourage everybody to try it. Awesome. Love it, dude. So this was another No Bullshit Podcast for Contractors. I look forward to seeing you guys on the on the other side. Please don't try and just, you know, like I always see in these podcasts, or I try to remind myself to say to you guys, don't try and 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 solve everything. Okay, at once. Pick one thing. If it's if it's clocking your guys in and out, you know, go try the app, look at it. Like don't don't try and you know look at the app from this is going to solve everything. Make progress with your business. Pick something, apply it, you know, get a win out of it, get results out of it, make sure it yeah. sticks with the business and then move on to the next thing. Okay. So go to you know, construction clock, take a look, see what resonates with you. If it doesn't resonate, totally cool. If certain aspects resonate, then take a look at it, check it out. You deserve it for yourself. You deserve it for your team, for your clients, and also on the personal side, right? You deserve not to be fucking stressed at all the time, right? And think about it. Ask yourself this question to see if, if systemizing through technology would work for you. Here's the question. Could you go to the trade show that David is at right now? Okay. Or even a better question, how long would your business, you know, run without having something get fucked up um, with you being away from it? Like, could you actually go to this trade show for what, three days? I don't know. Could you last two? Could you last one? Could you last an hour? I don't know. If the answer is, oh, shit, I, Andrew, I hated that question. Well, guess what? There's, there's solutions for you and there's a different way of doing it. But don't don't stay stuck in that spot. It's it's there's no reason for it. Okay. We'll see you guys in the flip. Thanks a lot, David. Have a great time down at the show. I wish I was down there with you in the sun, you bugger. Uh, and uh, we'll have you back again and and uh, go from there. Thanks again for all your insights, dude. Take it easy. Thanks. Thanks, Andrew. Thanks for having me. See you, Rockstar. Bye. Bye. Hey, Rockstars. Thank you for watching the No Bullshit Podcast for Contractors. If you enjoyed this episode hit the subscribe button. And if you're serious about growing and need help, click on the link below. Myself and my team would love to help and give you the necessary tools so you can take your contracting business to the next level. And remember, dominate, delegate, and deliver.